If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. When you come to the earth plane, it is the land of illusions, and it can be very confusing when the things that you're seeing, sensing, and feeling aren't all matching up. Today, we're talking about a sneaky intuition killer bias and how that influences how you interpret the world around you and the energy around you and how to overcome it. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, Kinder Spirits. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. It's Christina Wooten, Certified Psychic Medium at SedonaMedium.com. And I am Reiki Master Teacher Robert Wooten. Glad to be back. Yay. Glad that you're here. Whether you are trying to develop your intuition and your deeper connection with your spirit guides because you want to make more aligned decisions in your life, you want to move to the next level, you want to continue your process of development and growth, or whether you're trying to develop your intuition because you're wanting to open that spiritual business or you're wanting to develop yourself to a high professional level or just bring the gifts and abilities that you have to a higher standard, this is one of those subjects that you really have to address 
because it can throw your intuition off. It's like a silent killer. It's a very, very sneaky because it can change your interpretation or your impressions of the energy that you are receiving. And what we're talking about today is bias. There is lots of unconscious bias that influences how you interpret and receive the information from our intuition. The information that we're getting isn't incorrect, but what can happen is how we interpret the information that we're receiving may not do justice to the information that we have. And that leads to errors. It leads to feeling like, gosh, can I trust what's coming through? Because something went a little bit off in the interpretation part. And a lot of times what goes off for people is that there was the presence of an unconscious bias that somehow influenced their interpretation of the information that was there. And so that's something we're going to be talking about today is how do you shatter these illusions so that it isn't unconsciously throwing off how you are receiving. It's not putting a filter over the information that you are getting from your spirit guides, that you are getting from the energy around you, so that it leads you to that correct interpretation of the information that's truly present for you. Bias is really everywhere, isn't it? I mean, it really starts from a psychological perspective. We have bias over just things we see with our eyes, you know, we just mm-hmm. things we hear on the radio or things we hear on television. We have a subconscious bias and a filter that we process everything that comes to us through. And so you have to kind of start there, right? I think that you really have to be aware to begin with that everything you receive you have some sort of bias towards or against. And so this could be a huge subject. This could be a multi-part series if we wanted to do really because it's so big in terms of how you have to be aware that you have this unconscious filter that you're processing everything through. And so when you are looking at your intuition, particularly you have to apply that same knowledge. You have to apply that same understanding and that same question of like, is this something that I'm filtering, that I'm changing as it's coming in, as I'm hearing it? Because I know Mm -hmm. if you're just having a conversation with someone and you're talking about something they don't necessarily agree with, immediately they begin to shut down any information that you're giving them. And, Mm -hmm. And it causes a lot of conflict. It causes a lot of disagreements between people. And you can imagine that if your spirit guides are trying to tell you something and it is coming to you in a place where you have a bias towards this information that's coming in, you're going to just filter it right out or you're going to change how you receive it. It takes the information and the energy from a very pure form Mm -hmm. and then it adds ego into it. And that ego element is the unpredictable element because it's often going to lead you off course, off track, because it changes the the pure information. Let's let's look at an example of what this means in an intuitive perspective. So let's say you're house shopping. You're out, you're ready for a new place, you're so excited, you've got everything lined up. Let's say you're seeing five houses today, right? And while you're looking at the houses, you're wanting to consider and think about what kind of energy is present in the space, what you want to create with your family in that location. And so you're considering not just the layout, but also how it feels to you, Mm -hmm. right? Right. 
But let's say one of those houses, oh, it's so cute. It has a white picket fence. It has pretty little roses, this beautiful little garden out front. It feels so warm. It feels really welcoming. It has just the colors that you like. And as you walk through this house, you start to maybe ignore some of the feelings that you're having and where maybe it's a little bit heavier in this room, or maybe this doesn't just feel quite right because your mind is going, but it's really cute mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. got this character. And it fits all your needs. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Right. It, it just looks quite right. It feels good. It makes sense. The price is right. So all of these things begin to factor in to the pure information that is, this is the energetic impression of the place. Maybe it feels good in the front rooms, but when you start walking through these other areas, you feel like it's heavy. And maybe your story to yourself is, oh, just grab some sage and, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, throw some sage through and it'll all be fine. But the bias in this case is that there's a story for you in the character of the property or what it looks like. Maybe your grandmother had a house with that white picket fence or you always dreamed that you'd have this cute house with a white picket fence. And that initial impression begins to overwhelm Mm -hmm. what your true intuitive feeling is. So on paper and in appearance, it looks like XYZ, so it begins to shade and filter, and you begin to push to the back Mm -hmm. the contradictory information that is there. You can also have this experience as empaths, You know, we've all had the times where someone is smiling at us and they look put together, their hair looks great, their outfit looks great. For all intents and purposes, they look happy-go-lucky. But every time you get in their energy, you can feel just so sad, so much heaviness. But on their face, they're smiling and, hey, everything's great. (laughs) My voice is high. But you may begin to second guess yourself because you're thinking, oh, you know, something feels off, but maybe I'm putting something into this. Maybe I'm misinterpreting what's here because my eyes are telling me this person is fine. They look like this, blah, blah. So we discount sometimes the intuitive information that's present and that's there because we have more faith and trust in what our eyes see or our judgments, our assessments. And those influence all of these unconscious assumptions that are happening underneath. So maybe you have a story that says people who are really struggling with depression you know, you can you can tell and maybe they're not showering, maybe they're wearing pajamas to work every day, or, you know, they don't look put together or they're not smiling in your face. But that's a limiting belief. That's a false story. There are lots of people walking around with depression that have a big mask over themselves where they're even overcompensating by creating this appearance or illusion of I'm fine. I'm convincing myself that I'm fine. I'm going to convince you that I'm fine. But if we pay attention to your energy, to the pure energy and intuition that's present for you, that information is correct. And what happens when 
we begin to put more faith and more trust in the actual information that we are getting from the spirit side of things, from the intuitive and energetic side of things, over what it is that we're seeing with our eyes. That's the point where we start to really know you flipped the corner. Right. You know you've reached that place of standing in true integrity with your intuition and creating more accuracy in the information that you are getting. This whole world is Maya. It is nothing but illusions all around us. And if we put so much stock in the illusions and not in your true impressions and your true feelings about a situation, you're going to be lost in those stories and lost in those assumptions and shocked when everything runs counter. When you move into that house and you go, oh, there's some funky entity there in the back Mm -hmm. that if I had been, I knew it was there, but if I had been really paying attention, I would have put more stock in it, but I was so excited because of X, Y, Z. Yeah, you override, your ego overrides with what you want to be mm-hmm. true versus right. what you're feeling to be true. And so you have to learn how to put that to the side and ask the question, what is true? What is the real thing here versus what do I want to be true? You see the house, you want it to be a great house. Right. And so that's the filter you're putting over it, is that I really want this to be true, that it's a great mm-hmm. house. Whereas you know you have this nagging feeling in the back that's going, mm, it's not quite everything mm-hmm. you think it is. But that's you push going to need a lot more yeah, than but sage. You just push that aside <laughs> because you don't want that to be true. Your ego yeah. doesn't want that to be true. Your ego wants to believe that you're making good decisions, that you are assessing things, but it's all on the physical plane that you're doing mm-hmm. that with. You're not looking on the energetic plane when you're doing that. And so you have to learn how to pull that part of your filter from your ego that shuts out the things you're getting from the energetic side and says, well, you know, believe me, believe what I'm showing Mm -hmm. you and what I'm telling you. And you have to learn how to quiet that voice and Mm -hmm. tune up the other voice that says, here's what's really happening. Here's what's really true. We are so intuitive as children because we are born with the sense of trusting ourselves, knowing how to self-advocate, knowing how to express ourselves clearly. I mean, Babies are born with wide open, beautiful throat chakras. Mm -hmm. As adults, that shifts and changes and we're taught, oh, trust the appearance, not your own feelings, not your own impressions. There's a lot of self-doubt that's created and a lot of confusion that's created because these things begin to not match and you have to create more discernment and understanding. And when it comes down to it, we've been taught by society, by our families, by ourselves to trust what it looks like, not how it feels, especially in families where there's been some very dysfunctional dynamics. It's, you know, trust the appearance, not the true nature of the experience. Maybe you have a job offer that's in front of you, and it looks real good on paper. But every time you sit with it, something doesn't feel right. And I feel like it's true success intuitively when someone can learn to recognize, I don't know what's off here, but I can tell it's off. And instead of going further and having that offness be proved to me, I'm willing to trust and bypass and avoid that because I've learned the value and the gift of discernment. 
When I've taught mediumship to students, in the very beginning, you'll notice that a lot of times people will start off with their eyes closed. And that's one way they they kind of push out the outside world. They step away from the bias of what their eyes might be telling them or the appearances might be telling them and allows them to begin to really focus on the pure energetics. If you take all of that away, if you strip all the appearances away, all the biases away, what does it feel like to you? There's an intuition integrity that becomes more present in people in the beginning when they practice that. And then over time, once they get more confident and understand the true energetics of things, they don't require that same practice of needing to close their eyes to do that because they've developed that trust. Bias is present in lots of ways. I mean, this is ultimately the the land of illusions. Even in the concept of, say you go to a new city, you're on vacation, you're going to a new area, and you've got lots of different coffee shops to choose from. They could have delicious, wonderful coffee. All of them could be great. They all have equal reviews. Which one do you choose? Usually it's going to come from your biases of, in your experience, has the better coffee come from this industrialized kind of modern look, corporate feel, or has it come from the little kiosk down the road with grandma over there who knows who's been doing this for 60 years? Your biases determine your choices all the time. And in intuition, it's learning how to take those out, how to trust yourself more than trusting what's in front of you. And this becomes very important when you are trying to get rid of self-doubt when it comes to your intuition and you know, know that you've made the right decision when you followed an intuitive feeling or move into the professional realms. I'll give an example of why it's so important. Uh, I sat down for a reading with someone for a woman and her a family member was coming through for her. So I described very specifically aspects and details um, about this family member, who they were, and so forth. And the woman looks at me and she goes, oh, does she have blonde hair? Like with this enthusiasm, the expectation being yes. So I tuned in and was like, no, this person had brown hair. And she goes, oh, I was just... Um, the woman I was thinking definitely had brown hair. I was just testing you, essentially. And so, you know, if I had let bias come into play, rather than doing my own internal work and trusting the energy that was truly coming through, then I would have discredited that person who wanted to come in, who was trying to, you know, be loving to that person. Now, that's not a great <laughs> energy for a relationship there energetically. But I will say that's why it's so important to trust yourself, to trust your energy, to trust your impressions and the pure energy that comes forward rather than the appearance, rather than what someone else is projecting, rather the story of I've got the white picket fence and the pretty roses, isn't this the perfect place? And go beyond that. And instead of putting all the faith and trust when it's questionable or when you have conflicting information on the appearance, begin to shift it so that you start to put the trust in the feeling, 
and the knowing and the inner wisdom that's guiding you, the ancient part of yourself that's guiding you in this process. And it will prove over and over and over again why you made the right decision. But those things come in hindsight. So if you really want to improve, if you really want to, you know, release that self-doubt, the first thing is just being honest and recognize that everyone has bias, that your bias is present in all of the things you do throughout the day, and it's definitely influencing your intuition. And in order to move past it, you have to begin to first acknowledge and value and trust everything from a purely energetic form and then begin to validate that and you'll see when you do that why that's the right direction to go for those who really would like to develop their intuition to get to the next level whether you want to eliminate self-doubt and feel more confident in your personal decisions whether you want to ultimately serve in some professional capacity and support others as a healer as a spiritual teacher as a life coach that's incorporating intuitive work, or as a psychic medium, I would invite you to go to our website, SedonaMedium.com, and take the What is Your Intuitive Superpower quiz. It's going to help you to identify where you should be listening, looking, and paying attention to your intuition, what your strongest sense is, and it brings more clarity for you about when you are getting these impressions, how more than likely they are first beginning to show up that pure energy for you in your life. It can be confusing or distracting when you're not sure where to focus your energy. So learning more about your energetic language and how that's communicated, how your spirit guides predominantly share that information with you is a game changer. It helps you to really focus in on where your gifts primarily are and how to take care of that, how to use it reliably over and over again to get solid intuitive impressions. So you can do that, take that quiz and get more information at SedonaMedium.com. What is your intuitive superpower quiz? All right, everyone can't wait to share with you more next week. Many blessings. Many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. The information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com. Medium.com.